I'm Jessica Duckett. Welcome to the Unconditional Energy Podcast. I'm a strong, energetic mom and health nut, but it wasn't that long ago that I felt overwhelmed and defeated with advice from health gurus and, of course, Dr. Google. I help hardworking women jump off that merry-go-round that keeps you from making progress. So are you ready to say goodbye to overwhelm and defeat? Then let's dive in. Real quick, before we get going, I want to share a little about myself and what unconditional energy is all about. I had health issues for over 20 years, and I had some real low points in my health. There was even a time that I can remember I could hardly reach my arms above my head to wash my hair because I had such extreme fatigue and myalgia. I can relate to feeling overwhelmed and defeated, looking for answers that seem impossible to find. I used to look for that miracle cream, a magic pill, a diet, anything that could help me. After I conquered all of those challenges, I felt compelled to share the unique solutions I discovered with other hardworking women who were just like me. Unconditional Energy uses the best health strategies supported by the latest brain science. Each of my podcasts gives simple, actionable steps to help you make progress and get the results you're looking for. Now let's get started. Well, hello there. Welcome to episode two of Goal Setting. So far, I've had a great morning and I feel amazing. I'm sitting here in my top-notch recording studio, also known as my pool house. I'm hoping that nobody starts a lawnmower, a weed whacker, or that one of my chickens doesn't start laying an egg. So bear with me because I'm having a ton of sound issues. Today, I'm going to be unpacking the key points from my last episode on goal setting, and I'm going to share tips from the world's greatest goal setting experts. Remember, my podcast is 100% aimed at helping you reach your goals. So if you didn't catch my last episode, be sure to go back and listen to it because that's what I'm going to be elaborating on today. Today, we're going to solidify the goals that you set by giving them the foundation they need to be effective. Later in this episode, I'm going to share how the worst day in my life that happened recently helped me move forward in accomplishing my goals. In next week's podcast, I'm going to discuss how a properly aligned self-identity is essential in getting you where you want to be. Okay, so let's start unpacking that goal setting. Do you ever wonder why some people seem to easily do the things you only dream of doing? What makes those people so different and special? You may be feeling like I'm doing all the things and I'm still not getting anywhere. You know, people always ask me how I turned my health around, how I lost the weight. And they always ask me weird questions like, did I get a tummy tuck? Have I had work done on my face? And I've been told again and again that I look like a completely different person. So it kind of mortifies me and makes me think, oh my gosh, what did I look like before? But I try to focus on the positive. I I was crazy unhealthy and everyone knew it. They could see it in the way I carried myself, my posture, my facial expressions, they could see it in my skin and 
and the things that I wanted to do and and couldn't do um, that I would make excuses for. And when I talked to them about how I turned my life around, they always seem amazed and even a little disappointed that the answer is not some magic pill, medical procedure, or awesome diet plan. Really, it goes much deeper than that. Let me tell you what the wisest and most successful people in the world already know. There's no magic pill or diet plan that can be 100% attributed to you reaching your goals. The truth is, the answers are much more simple than you think, but they're part of a process that requires some of your effort and openness to change. And that's what I'm going to be covering episode to episode, week to week. Okay, let's make sure your goal and game plan is rock solid and that you've covered all of the bases from episode one. Did you assess how you were feeling before you started? Did you check in with yourself so that you could better track your progress? It never ceases to amaze me, and I think it's kind of funny that when people go on a whole food diet like the Whole30 or a paleo diet and they commit to that for a long period of time and then if they backslide and they backtrack to eating the way they used to with a processed processed foods that they always feel so terrible and it's like they don't even realize that they felt like poop the entire time for years and years and it wasn't until they incorporated this diet plan or this way of eating that they made such a huge improvement and um and I'm always pointing that out to people and so I figure why not figure that out for yourself don't uh, leave it to this aha moment months down the road and lose all that time and that benefit know where you started assess how you're feeling and write it down on paper so that you can track oh my gosh, I'm making progress and that'll keep you going and then that commitment will be more lifelong. That commitment to changing your exercise, sleeping better, um, you know, eating right, that is all going to be much more long lasting if you assess how you're feeling. So I am literally right now pleading with you to not skip this step. Write it down. It's important. Okay, next. Is your goal that you set super specific? If it isn't, you really need to go back and hone that goal down to being more specific because you're more likely to reach that goal the more specific it is. So take a look at it and hone it down. Okay, next. Did you set a time frame for reaching your goal? And was the time frame realistic in reference to how difficult the goal was? Take a look at that. Make sure that that's in place. Next, if your goal was really lofty, did you break it down into achievable short-term goals? This is really important because that is going to allow you to celebrate small wins along the way. And that is going to move you forward and drive you. Do not forget that that important aspect. Next, is your goal realistic? Yes or no? So I want to give you an example of an unrealistic goal. I am not a runner. I 
I basically, there's kind of an ongoing joke that if you see me running, I'm probably on fire um, because I don't run. I look weird running. It doesn't come natural. But one day I set a goal of running, um, just start off just running every day for exercise. And when I headed out, I didn't, you know, break that into short-term goals, obviously, and I almost died. I mean, my muscles felt like they were shearing off my body. And so a couple girlfriends of mine came up and they were asking me why I was walking funny. And I told them about this and they were saying, oh my gosh, what are you thinking? And so they told me about a thing called, I think it was like couch to 5k, where you just basically work your way up to running a 5k. And that was so much better than trying to just bolt out of my front door running. And so breaking that up and being more realistic about your goals is going to save you a lot of pain and agony along the way, my friend. So So don't be crazy like me, set short-term goals. Next, is your goal realistic, yes or no? Is your goal something that you set based on where you want to be in your life and what is congruent with your goals, your dreams, your, your deepest desires? If it's not, you need to take a look at it again. I think that sometimes we set goals based on what everybody else is doing and what um, our culture is telling us to do. And really, it's about you. It's about you and where you want to go. And so if you attach meaning to your goals, it's going to set you up for success. You, I guarantee it, just do this. Look at the meaning and if your goal is realistic and aligned with what you want most in life. So next, did you decide how you're gonna measure your success? Did you put those key point indicators in your game plan? If not, make sure they're there. Okay, moving on. Now, this is probably about the time where you're feeling some resistance, and remember, that feeling is good. Feeling uncomfortable is a good sign that you are moving into unchartered territory. Remember, change is good. If you can recognize that this feeling of resistance and maybe even overwhelm means that you are moving toward your goal, it is going to be a sign to you every time that you are, you are changing and you are considering things before that you didn't. And I want to encourage you in this. I feel that on a daily basis when I'm trying something new, and it is very recognizable now to me that that feeling of resistance and overwhelm is just because I'm putting myself out of my own comfort zone. And so I want you to recognize that, begin to recognize the overwhelm and resistance as Sometimes it's just a good thing and I want you to use it for your benefit. You know, people are always asking me about what I am drinking. They see me walking around with this green stuff and they're always asking me questions about it. So I thought I'd share Organifi green juice with you. One of the major things that throws us off in managing our weight is cortisol. 
I know that when I was super stressed at work, I always seemed to gain weight right around my waist. Green Juice reduces cortisol levels so you can stay on track with your health goals. Organifi has put superfood ingredients like chlorella, ashwagandha, spirulina, turmeric, matcha green tea, and even wheatgrass, so you don't have to have a huge guessing game about what you should be eating or drinking. I like to have green juice and a green protein shake for breakfast in the morning, but lately I've just been having it with a glass of cold water. Unlike many other green juices, Organifi green juice tastes awesome, and you're going to notice the results from being properly nourished. I'm crazy about green juice because it's perfect and just what I need for my busy life. If you want to give green juice a try, just click on the link in the show notes and use the code unconditional energy to get your discount. Green juice is amazing. So I hope you'll give it a try. Now let's get back to goal setting. One of my favorite people, Jim Quick, the author of the book Limitless says, knowledge is not power. It is potential power. Frankly, we all know the answers to losing weight, getting fit, reducing stress. Really, the techniques and the processes are everywhere. You can find them on the internet. People are talking about them. But the difference is, do we put our knowledge into action? Do we do what we know? The fact is that most of us don't. The process that I'm going to teach you is to change up the way you're thinking so you can easily put things into action. This will help you reduce your overwhelm and you're going to become that person who can easily do the things that others just dream about. I hope that makes sense to you. Now, remember last episode when I told you that you have to believe that you can reach your goal. You can't doubt it because you're going to want to give up, right? And so every one of my staff that has worked with me for any amount of time has heard my man on the moon pep talk. Whenever I hear excuses or see doubt creeping in and people that I care about, I remind them that we put a freaking man on the moon over 50 years ago, people, If we can put a man on the moon, we can do anything. You can do anything. You need to set your goals and never let anyone shake your confidence. Believe that you can reach your goal. I want to share a quote from Jim Rohn. He's known as one of the most renowned motivational speakers in the world, and he is what you could call an overachiever in the area of goal setting. Here's what Jim says, goals, there's no telling what you can do when you get inspired by them. There's no telling what you can do when you believe in them. And there's no telling what will happen when you act upon them. Isn't that great? I feel so strongly connected to that. And what I'm trying to, the point I'm trying to make here is that your goals, if you believe that you can accomplish your goals, The battle is half over. That belief that you can truly accomplish your goals is going to set you on a solid footing towards reaching those goals. What I like to do is ask myself, is what I'm doing today moving the needle towards accomplishing my goals? And when I find that I'm not making progress, 
towards reaching my goals, I kind of step back and I look, am I doing, are the decisions that I'm making every single day moving me toward accomplishing my goals? Are the decisions moving the needle? And sometimes really frankly, that answer is no. I am sometimes when I'm not making progress, I realize that I'm really not doing the things that I really need to be doing to move me forward. I'm not moving the needle. And so that I just, I get back on track. Once you learn to get back on track and so that you can move forward, you're just going to start accomplishing goal after goal and you will move so much faster, my friend. So think about that. Chew on that for a while. One of my favorite books is by Stephen R. Covey. It's called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And in his book, he says that you always begin with the end in mind. And if you think about what your end goal is, it will help you make better decisions every single day. Always think about what your end goal is. Now, we've covered a lot of ground today and talked about the key aspects of effective goal setting, but I want to move on and share a personal story that I mentioned in my last episode, and it's about the most difficult day of my life thus far. I'm about to break one of the rules in podcasting, and that is speaking from open wounds that have not healed, but I feel compelled to share what I'm going through because I feel like it might help you in moving forward and accomplishing your goals. And I'm just going to share the broad strokes of my story because it's still so painful and hard to talk about. So here we go. Just a few weeks ago on Thursday, June 10th of 2021, I was on the coast of Oregon camping and riding the dunes with my husband, daughter, two teen sons, and many of our close friends. One morning when I was having coffee and in a friend's cabin, I was laughing and visiting and we were having a great time. And my 17-year-old son walked in and he said, Mom, I think there's people trying to get a hold of you. He handed me my cell phone and I saw that I had missed a lot of texts and calls. And so I walked out and I called my younger sister right away. When I spoke to my sister, she was crying My sister said that my mom had gone into cardiac arrest earlier that morning and was taken to the hospital and that she wasn't expected to make it. Instantly, my heart began to ache. My family returned home immediately, and three days later, I held my mom's hand as she took her last breath. My biggest cheerleader, my mama, was now gone. After I lost my mom, I was devastated. Every time I woke up in the morning, the only thing I could think about was that my mom was gone and I just wanted to go back to bed. The one thing that I was doing consistently every day was crying and laying in bed. And one morning when my husband was leaving for work, he saw me sobbing and he suggested that I go on a walk and that it would make me feel better. I thought, that is ridiculous. What would make me feel better? So I ended up taking his advice and I went on that walk and it did make me feel better. I realized on that walk that my biggest cheerleader would not want me to lay in bed and she wouldn't want my life to come to a halt. She would want me to get up and work towards accomplishing my dreams. 
From that point forward, I just kept working harder and harder towards accomplishing my goals. I intentionally do things every single day to move the needle. Don't get me wrong, I I still cry every single day because I miss my mama. But I'm living the life that she wanted me to have. I'm sharing this with you because whatever you're going through, big or small, you can pull yourself up and move towards accomplishing your goals. You have the strength and you have the ability. I want to leave you with another quote from Jim Rohn. He says, if you want things to change, you have to change. If you want things to get better, you have to get better. Think about that. Think about that, my friend. If you've had challenges in the past in reaching your goals, I hope that you found value in these two episodes on goal setting. Remember, there is light at the end of that tunnel. I hope that you will press forward in accomplishing your goals because they really are dreams. Be sure to tune into my next podcast where I discuss the importance of self-identity. I want to thank you for sharing your precious time with me today. I hope that you were able to take at least one thing to heart or to mind. Until next time, be kind to yourself. And remember, the best things in life are free. Goodbye for now.